Hello, welcome to day two of this week's Elevate Your Energy Challenge. If you have not listened to day one yet, then I definitely, definitely recommend that you go and listen to that first. And then today we're going to get talking about topping and tailing your day and your circadian rhythm. So what is your circadian rhythm? It's basically your sleep and wake cycle and it can have a really big impact on your energy. So it's the 24-hour cycle that our bodies go through and and kind of the hormones that control that, the hormones that make us feel sleepy, the kind of melatonin that that comes out at night and the hormones that wake us up. So the the cortisol, which rises um, in the early hours of the morning and and gets us awake again. So we need to keep those hormones balanced to have a good sleep-wake cycle and to kind of have that good night's sleep and to make sure that we have the energy for the next day. Because of course, if we are having issues with sleeping or our quality of sleep isn't that good, then we're going to feel it. We're not going to feel so good. We're not going to feel so energised. So making sure that we are getting this nailed is absolutely vital. And I would almost say like before you do anything else to do with, you know, improving your energy, address this. If this is an issue, then address it. And I think as well, just because you maybe sleep through the night, if you do, Don't assume that that means your quality of sleep is amazing. If you're waking up in the morning and you're still really groggy and you're drowsy and it takes you ages to wake up and you just just feel a bit off, then it may mean that the quality of your sleep isn't great as well. And, you know, we all know that good sleep is also vital for our immunity, our general health. It helps us to dispose of waste products. It helps us to repair our bodies and our brains and all of those kind of things as well. But, you know, it is something that can be really, really easily eroded. You know, if you've got small kids, then that is definitely one. Not one you can do much about, unfortunately. But, you know, there are other things that you can still do to make sure that when you are asleep, it's good quality sleep. Things like too much artificial light, hormone changes. You know, particularly in the perimenopause, for example, a lot of women experience changes to their sleep patterns. You know, waking up between three and four in the morning and not being able to get back to sleep again or waking up incredibly early in the morning and things like that. So hormone levels can can definitely have an effect on it. Things like stress and worry, you know, taking all of those worries from the day to bed with you, you know, worrying about what you haven't done, worrying about what you've got to do tomorrow, all those kind of things, keeping you awake, late bedtimes, working in the evening. So all sorts of things which are potentially having an impact on our sleep and on our quality of sleep as well. And I think that, you know, with some of these habits, they are things that we've got so used to that we're not even aware that they're having an effect on us in the first place. So we're going to talk about two ways today to start to balance our circadian rhythm better, balance those hormones better that are to do with our sleep and wake cycle. And like always, I do want to keep it really, really simple. So these are really actionable things that you can do. And I want you to think about how you, how, like I say, how you top and tail the day. So how you start the day and how you finish the day. And those are the first things that I want you to get to work on. So the first thing is very simple and it is getting some morning light. This helps you to balance your your sleep and wake hormones and to balance your circadian rhythm. And it can be really, really helpful if you are having those sleep issues, to just get out for a 10-15 minute walk in the morning. And you do have to go outside because you need the light, the daylight, to hit the back of your eyes. So if you can as well, try and do it without sunglasses. You know, even just a few minutes of that, you know, pacing around the garden with your coffee in the morning or going out for a quick mid-morning walk if you're working from home or even in the office, actually, you know, there's nothing wrong with doing that. And that in and of itself can really set you up for a better night's sleep. So if you are not getting that that morning light, go do that. Okay, that can be a really, really good start. 
And then the second thing is to have a look at your bedtime habits and have a think about whether they are helping or hindering. We're very good at burying our heads in the sands about this kind of thing. And I think going back to what we we were talking about yesterday, you know, about the stress and being on the go and always being busy and always having things to do, you know, we will sit there at nine o'clock at night answering work emails, you know, and then worrying about it and thinking about it and, you know, going over things in our heads to do with work and stuff because we've allowed work to kind of seep into our entire evening, for example. You know, looking at screens just before we go to sleep. So, you know, getting into bed and scrolling through Facebook and then literally putting the phone down, turning off the light and expecting ourselves to be able to get to sleep. Not going to happen. Or if if it does, then it's not necessarily great quality sleep going to bed too late, you know, oh, I'll just do one more thing or I'll just watch one more thing. And then before we know it, it's like 11.30 and we've got to get up at six o'clock the next day. And, you know, it it all, the dominoes go down from there, basically. And so all of those kind of things can definitely have an effect. So looking at your, your evening and what's going on there, the screens, the working too late, worrying as well about stuff, I think, you know, get a notepad, write it down, get it out of your head. So what is your evening routine, your bedtime routine looking like at the moment? And what one thing can you do to start making some changes? So again, we don't want to go too big. We want to keep it really, really simple. And just like getting some morning light, just one thing in the evening can have a huge impact. And I think probably for most of us, it's banning the phone in bed, right? (laughs) Don't scroll just before you go to sleep. Don't do it. You know it's bad, don't do it. So leave the phone outside or put the phone to charge over the other side of the bedroom or whatever you need to do, get it away from you, read a book or something instead. That's going to be a much, much, much better option for you. So have a think about that. Have a think about one simple change you can make at bedtime and have a think about how you can get out and get some morning light each day as well. And once we've got that circadian rhythm sorted, you've got that better quality of sleep, then your energy is definitely, definitely going to improve. Right. So that's day two for you. Something to think about and a couple of really, really simple things to take action on straight away. So if you are following along with the workbook, go fill it in now. Make that commitment to yourself. And if not, if you haven't got the workbook yet, then just head to chickfit.co.uk forward slash elevate to get that done downloaded and I'll pop the link in the show notes as well. Right, I'll leave it there for today and I'll see you back here again tomorrow for day three.